הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר בארץ המה. ובבחן לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו לעם נחה נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגי מצמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן האומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So today בעזרת השם we're going to do two תורות תורה פ' and פ' א' זה ליקוד מורן תניאנה. Let's start with תורה פ' תורה אלי. איתה בפרק שני מסכת יונה יומה. It's brought in the second chapter of uh, the tractate יומה. בראשונה in earlier times it says over there בראשונה, in earlier times, כל מי שרצה לתחום, תרומת הדשן, anyone who wanted to perform um, this תרומת הדשן, which means the removing of the ash from the מזבח, תורם וכולי, he removed it. תורם literally means to raise, but this act of um, תרומת הדשן means uh, what you call, removing the ashes from the מזבח, the ashes of the קורבנות from the מזבח. Anyone who wanted to do it was able to do it. פירוש. So what did that mean? Perush, Dorot HaRishonim. What did it mean? It, let's, now Rabbi is going to bring an explanation. When it says Dorot HaRishonim, the first generation, Shayu Tzadikim, these were Tzadikim it's referencing. Barishona, meaning in earlier times, what is it saying? That the first generations, they were great Tzadikim back then. So because of this, anyone who wanted to merit prominence, which is Litrom, which literally means to raise, In that context, it's talking about removing the ashes from the Mizbeach. But literally, the, the exact definition of Terumah uh, is literally, which means, it comes from the word, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Rumo, or which aspect of Ram, which is the summit of Sphinx. It means to gr- gain importance. Meaning anyone wanted to merit this Terumah, um, which means this prominence, Hanikradeshen, which is called Ash. How do we know this? Now we're going to see Deshen. It comes from the, this prominence comes from the word Deshen. And Rabbi is going to prove this. Kemosh Ketubah is brought down in Tehidim, chapter 23. The same word. Dishanta, which means what? You anointed my head with oil. Dishanta, you anointed, meaning this aspect of prominence. Gaining importance. Torem. So what is this aspect? Torem is volunteered. And he was the leader of the generation. Meaning what? What is this idea? Dishanta v'ashem al-Roshi. This uh, aspect of anointing, the oil. This is, the, this is anointing the person who was about to be the leader of the generation with oil. Uvizman shehen men And what does it say in the, in the Gemara Masechat Yoma? Uvizman shehen men In the event that they were many. Ratzin ve'olin ba'kevesh. They would run and rise up the ramp of the Mizbeach. Kol ha'kodem et chavero ba'arba amot zacha. Anyone who preceded his friend by four Amot, Zacha, he merited. Amot, Amman is a cubit, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, something along those lines. Amman is the, is the link basic, basically between the elbow and the end of the hand. Anyone who merited four Amot, he merited. Anyone who preceded his friend by four Amot, he merited to become volunteered, basically, to be Um, raised to that level of prominence. So now, Rabbanu is going to explain what this means. Meaning when there were many, they had to run. What did that mean? That each person would say, I want to lead a generation. So what would they do? They would rise up the ramp of the, um, of the Mizbeach. What is it? Kevesh is, 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 Kevesh
the mysteries of the world. Kivshono, the mysteries. Meaning one who, who understood and knew the secrets of the Torah more than his fellow. This is how they would appoint this person to be the community leader. And this is why it says, Anyone who preceded his friend by four amot. What's the four amot? The four amot of halakha that all God has in this world is the four amot of halakha. So what happens if he merited to know the four amot of halakha over his friend? Zacha, he merited. He would have the merit to raise the, ash, the, raise the ashes. And what does it mean to raise the ashes? To be anointed with oil. Meaning, he merited to become the community leader. And now Rabbeinu continues with this. What is brought down over there? In the Masachet Yoma. If they were both even, they both arrived at the same time. The official would tell them, put out a finger. What did they display? One or two. They, what did they display? One or two. But they never took out the thumb in the temple. No one ever took out the thumb. They would put out a finger or two, but never the thumb. Perush. Now let's see what this means. If both were equal with regard to the perceptions in the Torah, that it was through those perceptions that one merited prominent, merited prominent, as we saw. Through me, king's rule, meaning through me, the Torah, King's rule, and it's talking about first person over there in Mishle, that it's through the Torah one person rules, meaning how much a person knows in Torah will determine whether he's fitting to rule or not. And each person wanted that authority. So what happened? That person who was the the person in charge, which is the Yetzirah, the evil inclination. He would incite them and tell them what? He'd be at view. Put out a finger. Meaning what? Meaning, show and display some tseviut. What is tseviut? Religiosity before the common people. So that they should favor this person and accept him as a leader. But tseviut has a negative connotation. Why? Because tseviut means tseva, it's like a color, meaning it's, a, it's very physical, it's with ulterior motives. And the memune, the person in charge, meaning the evil inclination, he lured each person into this affected piety or sanctimony, making it easier for them and telling them what? What do they bring out? One or two. Perush. What did that mean? Let's bring the explanation. Amar umahen. What did it say over there in the in the Masechet Yoma? Umahen. What did they display? Meaning, what is the sin the Yetzirah was trying to convince these people who wanted to make themselves community leaders become prominent people? The Yetzirah was trying to convince each and every person. What's the sin? What's so, it's not a sin at all to display religiosity once or twice. And afterwards, once the common people take you for your tzaddik, then you're able to return to your righteousness and your authentic self. The Yitzhak would try to convince these people who wanted this authority, which we determined was Terumat Adeshen, which is this raising up of Deshen. What's Deshen? This anointing, meaning to be anointed to that leader. The Yitzhak would try to convince these people. It's not such a big deal. Go show, show yourself to these people 
boast about your levels, your spiritual levels, and then once you become that leader, return to your authentic self. But these tzaddikim we're talking about in the first generations, they did not show any religiosity. And they did not listen to any single piece of advice of the evil inclination. Because, because they had such abundant recognition about the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Creator. Whose entire, who God, they knew that the God's glory filled the entire earth. And he sees and knows everything. Therefore, they felt embarrassed before Akadosh Baruch Hu to show any sort of religiosity. They were very modest in their Avodat Hashem. And this is what it says: One does not display a gudal thumb in the Mikdash. Meaning what? Meaning what's a thumb? It represents their intellect. No one displayed their intellect in the Beit HaMikdash. Like the Gemara says in the Gemara, the Gemara says in the Gemara, the Gemara says in the Gemara, one who has Dea, one who has knowledge, is as if he built a Mikdash in his days. So, meaning the Mikdash, one does not display a thumb in the Mikdash. What's the Mikdash? It represents that. No one displayed a thumb. No one displayed a drop of their intellect in the Beit HaMikdash. These first Tadikim, they never wanted to show their religiosity because they were true people. And now Rabbanu says, As we're continuing, it once happened between two equal, equally uh, spiritual people. They ran and rose up this ramp. One pushed his friend. Um, one would push his friend. And then once he pushed his friend, his friend fell and broke his leg. And once the Bedin saw that this could be a danger, they established that the raising of the ashes would only be done by a lottery and no longer this act of uh, running up the, the Mizbeach. So now Rabbanu explains what's Nishbera Raglo when this person broke his leg. Hanukfira, this represents atheism. We've seen also in many different lessons, multiple different lessons about this idea of a bent leg. And we talked about um, Asaf, who had a bent leg. But nonetheless, Rabbanu brings in this idea. And the Chachamim say in the Gemara Makot, and he established the Torah on one principle. What was it? On one foot. He established. On one foot. What's the biggest principle? What did he say? That tzaddik shall live by his faith. That is the ultimate principle. Nechamat. Kinah. So what's... stood on one foot. Emunah. The tzaddik standing by his faith. But when... What happens? When what happens? Uh, the, the leg is broken. Then the foot is broken as we see over here. That... Chabakuk is saying it's to, that he established... Um, he came and established the Torah on one foot. And what is that foot? It's emunah, as we see. The tzaddik shall live by his emunah, his faith. So we see that standing on a foot, which means a sturdy leg, represents faith. But therefore, in this story, when it says that a person pushed off his friend off the ramp and he broke his leg, the breaking of the leg represents a breaking in faith, which is what? Atheism. Because of the jealousy that this person had over his friend, that they were both equal in the perceptions of the Torah, and his friend pushed him. Through this, he denied God. 
גם ירבעם אמר, אוסו ירבעם זה, ירבעם בן נבט. מי בראש? הוא ביתהר. When God came to ירבעם בן נבט, who was one of the most evil kings of the Jewish people, and he came to him and told uh, ירבעם, do תשובה, and we will all walk in Gadden, Gan Eden, me, you, and David המלך. And a great tzaddikim, ירבעם asked who will lead the, who will be at the leader, who will be the one leading the line. And Hashem responded, David. And Yeravam said, no. He, uh, he decided not to do Teshuvah. So Yeravam was in this aspect of uh, kafut, kafut, denying Hashem. As we see in this generation, that we see, Rabbanu says, in his generation, he's saying, and we can see this today, that many people fall from their faith because they see their peers rise to greatness. And it's certain that the reason which this person pushed his friend and took greatness for himself, he azut is, is a boldness. Azut, arrogance. Is kingship without a crown. Meaning that his friend took this kingship, but it lacks a crown. Obviously, it was done with arrogance. He pushed his friend off. He wanted the, 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 the crown for himself. So arrogance is a, is a kingship without a crown. And what did they decide? The Bedin decided that they would, um, that the removal of the ashes would be done through lottery. Meaning what? In the beginning, the first generations, they wanted this, they wanted this leadership for the sake of heaven. Now that the pride, the leadership is for this, the honor of oneself, they decided and they established that not one single person would be allowed to run after this authority. Rather, the authority shall choose him. And they would only be elevated, basically, to that position of authority through lottery. Now Rabbanu is explaining the sword of this Masechet Yomazi. He explains beautifully. Perush, the explanation, meaning no person should want authority, should want leaders of, of authority and kingship. Unless the entire nation comes and pleads to this person that he should accept this Rabbanut, this authority. Then he should accept. But without coaxing, he should not accept it at all. And no one should run after authority. Because we have not seen in this generation that someone whose motive is for the sake of heaven. As we've seen in Horayot, page 13b, that Rabban Gamliel established honor for himself and honor for the prince and honor for the chief of the Bedin. And afterwards, um, when they saw Rabbi, uh, when Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Natan saw, he when they he, when they saw this, they took counsel to annul the practice. And it's certain that their intentions were not for their own honor, but rather for the sake of Hashem, for the honor of God. Rabbi uh, Meir um, and Rabbi Natan decided that they knew that no one would be worthy of taking the the leadership. 
Lashem Shemayim. And here Rabbanu is emphasizing the point of how we see people rise to leadership and take Rabbanut, literally become Rabbanim and all these positions of authority and try to lead people when, as Rabbanu teaches us in Lesson 61. These people don't even know how to lead themselves. And none of it is in Hashem Shemayim. So we have to be very, very careful and to very carefully choose Rabbanim and Sadiqim for our leaders that be'emet are Hashem Shemayim completely, 100%. That there's not one drop of pride there. When a person cheers himself, makes himself happy with the joy of the mitzvah, and the simcha is so big until it reaches his feet. What does that mean that the simcha reaches your feet? Meaning that you dance because of the simcha of the mitzvah. Like for example, you give charity and you're so happy from the charity that you gave, not for your own pride, but simply because you're able to accomplish this lofty mitzvah, that you start dancing. So when the dancing, when the simcha reaches your feet, which is dancing, that aspect, when the simcha reaches your feet, is called what? And the prophet, to a heart of wisdom. Now Rabbanu is going to explain. The legs are, symbol, are, are uh, symbolic of the sfirot, netzach and hod. The legs represent Netzach and Hod. Victory and splendor, the two Sfirot that stand on the right and the left. And how do we, what is Netzach and Hod? They're the aspect of the prophets. How do we know this? Because the prophets used to receive their prophecy through these two Sfirot. And this is a very applicable Torah considering it's the month of Adar. So may we really practice this because Rabban was teaching us an awesome secret here. The legs represent, the feet represent Netzach and Hod. Which represent prophecy. And now these feet, that's like an ascend up to the heart through the simcha that is present within the heart. Because the simcha that you just had when you performed the mitzvah raised up the feet. This is why you begin to dance. Your feet are raising off the ground. And this dancing, when you're lifting your feet every single. And this is what the dancing is. Meaning, Rabbi was saying, this is the, the symbolism of the dance. You're lifting up your feet all the time. Meaning, you're lifting up your feet, which is Nesach and Hod, up to the heart, which is the Simcha. That is, which is the Simcha within the heart. And it says, You play Simcha within my heart. David the Melech writes, and therefore, when you learn Torah and you do, or you do a mitzvah with such simcha, that simcha reaches your feet, and you lift your feet up above. With this, you actually lift up all the supporters of Torah, those people who support the Koranim or whatever it is, those people who give tzedakah for Torah, those people who support the Torah, in which they are called what? The supporters of truth. This is an explanation. Righteousness called to his feet. What does that mean? What is righteousness? In the verse, righteousness represents Torah and mitzvot. Because the Torah and the mitzvah is called tzedek. How do you know this? In the Gemara Chulim, page 89, Tzedek Tidabarun, you shall speak righteousness. And what did it say about righteousness in Tehidim chapter 119? All your mitzvot are righteousness. So we see righteousness represents the mitzvot. 
So you see the Torah and the mitzvot are symbolized by tzedek. They represent tzedek in the verse in Yeshaya, tzedek yikra'u le'raglo. But what does the feet mean? Gamadibur hara nikra regen. We also see that bad speech is called the foot. Kemosh ketubu it says in Teilim, chapter 15, lo ragal al leshono. Lo ragal al leshono. He that did not slander with his mouth. He did not slander with his mouth. We see ragal comes from the word, this aspect of slander, which is bad speech, lashonara. Gamhunitale. He too elevates it. Meaning what? This person, when he dances with the simchah of the mitzvah, he's able to elevate this bad speech and transform it for good. Gamadam, nitale bemamon. We also see that a person is elevated by money. Which is also called by this foot. And the possessions or the subsistence that was at their feet. And what did Rashi say? Or um, what did the Gemara say? I believe that this is the money of a person that makes him stand upon his feet. So we see that money represents the feet as well. So you're lifting up this aspect of money as well. Um, so we see this idea of supporters of the Torah that are lifted up um, once you dance with the Simch of the Mitzvah. Also all the lower levels. Which are referred to in the name of Raglaim. Feet. Uh, are elevated through the Simcha of the Torah and Mitzvah. So we see the first thing. One is able to elevate the supporters of the Torah. Second thing, one is able to support, elevate bad speech. Third thing, you're able to elevate money. Meaning, all the th- whenever you perform the, simch, the mitzvah with such simcha that it reaches your feet, you're able to elevate all these things because all these things represent the foot. So as we were saying, all the lower levels are referred to by this aspect of the feet because they are elevated through the simcha of the Torah and of the Torah and the mitzvah that you're engaged in. It says, Tzedek called out to his feet. What is Tzedek? That the Tzedek, which represents the Torah and the mitzvah, they call and they, they call out on all the lower levels to ascend up. This is what the Chachamim say in the Gemara. One who has no children should make his wife joyous in the act of a mitvah. Meaning what? Or should make his wife joyous in the mitvah, sorry, in, whenever they're together in, uh, in this union. Because the woman, the wife is called the what? The regen, the foot. Chapter 2. He safeguards the feet of his pious ones. What does that mean? The feet of his pious one. The feet represent the woman, which is malchut, kingship, which is represented by the, by the wife. Therefore, through the simcha in the mitvah, when you're with her, you're able to elevate and to bind together this aspect, or to bind her together to this aspect of tzedek. And what is tzedek? It's called the letter he. He aleph. Um, how do we know this? Because Tzedek is Malchut HaKadish as we know in the Tikkun Ezoa. Um, tzedek represents Holy Malchut. And Malchut is the aspect of the letter He and the brother in the Zohar. You also see this in the writings of the Yari HaKadosh. 
So we see what? And we, what do we also say? That the Shekhinah, Kol Zarin, is Kililan Ba. The Shekhinah has all seed within her. The Shekhinah takes all the seed of the man and it develops it into this child. And what is He? He represents seed. Vesham Ikarazera. Within the letter He, He Aleph, you have the aspect of seed. How do we know this? Kemoshikatu. He Lachem Zera, as we've seen before. He Lachem Zera. Here you have seed. He. This aspect of what? Here. But He is Rabban was teaching. It's the letter He. And what's the letter He? It's the Shekhinah. It's the Malchut. It's the wife. So Ragle Chasidah Bishmor. He safeguards the feet of his pious one, which represent what? What's the feet? It's Malchut. It's the wife. So when you're Besimcha with the wife, you're able to what? Elevate the feet. And once the feet, it's a manchut where all the seed is encompassed with her. So once she's elevated, now she's able to have this child. Gam, also, a son is the leg of his father. As it says in the Gemara, Eruvin, page 70b. The son, a son is the leg of his father. So we see that once you elevate the leg, now you have the... Now, once the leg is revealed, it's manifested by this wife. Whenever you make the, the wife besibchan the act, then what? Now you have the leg, which is the son. We also see that faith is called the foot. In the Gemara Makot, page 24, and he, he established it on one foot, as we saw in the last lesson, um, which is emunah. It says over there, the tzaddik shall live by his faith. And so too, therefore all things which are, which are called by the feet are also elevated whenever a man does the simcha, does the mitzvah with such simcha that it reaches his feet. So we see all these deep secrets about first, that whenever you do simcha, that you do such a mitzvah or learn Torah with such simcha that it reaches your feet, that you dance, that what happens, you're able to elevate all these things, which is what? The Tamcheo Raita, the supporters of the Torah, you're able to elevate money, you're able to elevate bad speech, you're able to elevate um, this aspect of the, you're able to elevate the aspect of the wife through this, whenever you're Besimcha the act with your wife, or to make your wife Besimcha, because what is the wife, what, what do they mean to make your wife Besimcha? The wife represents what? The foot. So if the, the wife which represents the foot is Besimcha, that means it's been elevated. And once it's been elevated, then she's able to make herself a kli to receive this child which she's been waiting for. And there's all these different levels. The foot is also emunah. You're able to elevate faith and restore your faith. There's all these deep secrets that I fully don't understand as well. But with the simple emunah that whenever we perform a mitzvah, we're able to attain this simcha from the mitzvah so that it should reach our feet, so that we should dance and it's very fitting on Purim. That Rabbeinu said during the month of Adar, and especially during the entire year, that a person, when there's dinim upon the Jewish people, a person should clap his hands and dance, lift his feet, and with this we mitigate all the judgments. But we see here, and even another aspect of this, the depth of dancing, that it's able to perform and elevate all these awesome rectifications and elevate the feet, which is symbolized by faith, by money, by bad speech, by all these things, etc., etc., the woman as well. Um, so Bezrat Hashem may we fulfill this mitzvah and uh, do it with tremendous simcha and do all the mitzvot with tremendous simcha to the point where we're able to lift up all the feet.